Welcome to Ideas, Ideas While High podcast, where we share creative aha idea moments from entrepreneurs who are successfully navigating the business world and give you practical steps to help bring your great idea to life. I'm your host, Mary Latrice. Let's chop it up. In episode five, we meet Belle Rodriguez, founder of Belle's Creation, handmade skin and body essentials formulated with natural ingredients, high quality flowers, herbs, and oils your body deserves and will love. She strongly believes in taking care of the body from the inside out while improving your lifestyle and overall wellness. Okay, guys, today I'm joined by Belle Rodriguez, owner of Belle's Creations, a handmade natural skincare brand in a place where body and skincare shine. Her intentions are to make the most beneficial products for the body, mind, and spirit with simple yet powerful ingredients. Welcome to Ideas, Belle. I am so excited to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I mentioned earlier when we were talking about ideas. Um, it's not just plant medicine high, but also spiritual high. But if you have a funny plant medicine story, we'll take it. <laughs> if you have ever tried it, ever attempted or anything, and like I said, it doesn't have to just be cannabis or anything, any type of plant medicine. Actually, I do smoke cannabis on a regular basis. At the moment, I am trying to just cut back. It's not like I'm a heavy smoker, but Mm -hmm. I do notice that I dream lucidly when Mm. I'm off it, Mm. when I'm off the cannabis. Yes. So if I smoke on the daily, you know, throughout the day, it's fine. I do not tend to dream or at least remember my dreams. When I'm off it, after a couple of days, they come as clear as day. Really? So yes, yes. So I'm just trying to like, you know, do this little experiment with uh-huh. myself to see if it's actually that. But I do believe it is that because, you know, two, three days after I remember my dreams like it's nothing. So it's like, OK, this is what's going on. But uh-huh. my funniest highs and my best highs were back in high school with my friends. Like mm-hmm. I noticed that cannabis as an adult hits different than when I was younger. Mm. I used to be a little more paranoid back then. The laughs were like more genuine, more like head on, you know, Mm -hmm. to the point that my stomach was hurting, things like that. (laughs) So it was a different high, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Maybe because I was still developing as a teenager, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm all for the plant medicine. I am all for it. Okay, that's awesome. Now with your dreams, I'm going to explore that a little bit. Do you write your dreams down and try to interpret them? It's funny how you ask, because I just wrote a dream that I had last night this morning. Hmm. The last time I wrote down my dreams was about three, four years ago. Hmm. I don't usually write down my dreams, but something told me to write this one down. It was pretty insane. Mm -hmm. Now, do you just take time to slowly kind of analyze it and try to, because I mean, I hear that dreams are, I don't know if I want to call them indications or messages that you know, spirit is trying to share with us. Is that your belief? I do believe that to a certain extent because it's like at the end of the day, how do we know that the signs are the correct ones? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I wrote this one down this morning because I, you know, I think it's significant. Like I felt it. Yeah. 
But at the end, it's like, I'm not sure. I have mm-hmm. remembered dreams before, but after less than an hour or so, I just forget. Got it. And it's like, okay, if I forgot, then it's whatever. But I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I try to decipher my dreams and then sometimes I'd be like, what if you're wrong? (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I just keep it moving, you know, but let's see what happens. Maybe I will try to write down my dreams more often, but I'm not the type to be writing down Mm -hmm. my dream. But this morning was something different. Okay, that's cool. Awesome. All right. So please share your story behind Bell's Creations. I got a little bit of it. You know, I first started following you. I heard you mention you were giving gifts to your coworkers. Um, yes. Well, yeah, just share that story. And I guess when we get to the part where you actually decided to make this as a business, what were you doing right before and what did you do immediately after? Okay. So for two years prior to starting my business, I was working as a coordinator for a home care agency. And um, just to let you know that this type of job I kind of manifested because Mm -hmm. prior to that I was working at an optical store for five years Mm -hmm. and um, during those times that's when I got pregnant I I gave birth to my son during those five years and I was doing a lot of soul searching while I was on there growing up I wanted to be like some sort of like in the medical field I looked up nursing. I got my certification as a medical assistant. Mm -hmm. I did that for about a year. And then I ended up working at an optical store. So in a case, I was doing more administrative slash sales, retail and stuff, just selling glasses and helping people pick out the glasses and what is, you know, the right style for them. Uh Now, during that soul searching, I knew that I wanted to help others, but not within the medical field, at least on the Western medicine field. Mm -hmm. I was doing my own thing when it comes to doing the Reiki and self-educating myself in that, reading books and things like that. I also got my certification as a master Reiki practitioner. Oh, wow. Yes. But working at an optical store, I was on my feet a lot. So I was getting tired. Mm-hmm. Most of the time I was like, oh my God, if I could only get like a job where I could just sit on my butt all day <laughs> and be in a computer and not deal with customers head on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden this job came about by a hookup with my next door neighbor uh, where my mom lives at the moment. She hooked me up with a job right mm-hmm. down in Brooklyn, which is two hours from where I was living. So, yeah, I finally got the job that I wanted through manifestation just by actually thinking and putting my emotions in there. Just like, okay, I don't want to be in this current job, but I do want to be somewhere else. So I went from being on my feet for eight hours to actually sitting on my ass for eight hours. (laughs) So, But the home care agency, that is something, you know, not to play with. Coordinators basically deal with clients, deal with patients, at the same time deal with the home health aides and Mm -hmm. helping them look for jobs, helping them look for clients and just organize their schedules and things like that. Mm -hmm. It's very high demanding. Okay. Very high demanding because you are getting, you're like in the forefront where you talk to the aides head on. You talk to the clients head on, whatever they need. You're the first person to 
deal with this and that. So because it was high demanding, I'm like, this is not for me, even though I was great at my job. But I was exuding so much energy in this field. And, you know, the atmosphere within coworkers, we were not being accountable for the things that were going on. The Mm -hmm. ethics were out the window. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it just wasn't for me. Yeah. So after two years working there, two and a half years, I'm like, all right, I can't do it no more because it brought me to a certain darkness Mm. while working there. It pushed me to the point that my back was against the wall. And because I was under so much pressure, it brought things out of me that I did not like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I stepped in there under, you know, love and light. People thought that I was like only love and light type thing (laughs) to the point that (laughs) my boundaries were like crossed. And then that is where a whole new side came out of me because I wasn't going to back down. And Mm -hmm. to the point that I really wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore. So things happened in there. And I was like, I do not want to do this anymore. I've had a job since 14 years old Mm, right that was my first job yeah so yeah I've been working out of vibes and doing you know I was working at Haagen-Dazs, Petland, American Eagle like I've done everything from retail to administrative work to medical stuff and I'm like you know what that's it so February 2020 came and before I even put my resignation on there I spoke to my husband at the time I was like babe I cannot do this shit no more like it was to the point that he was just to come to the bathroom with me as I'm crying in the shower like I can't do this yeah it was just too much tension headaches not wanting to eat Mm. bringing the bad energy home and then I had to deal with trying to balance myself out not Mm. trying to put all that anger in my son or my husband it was just too much and then to do it all over again at five o'clock in the morning, I'm waking up upset, you know? I know. Yes, I know. <laughs> and then travel two, yeah, travel two hours in the train to go from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Like, oh no, I can't do this. So I put in my resignation without even knowing what I was going to do. The pressure really hit when my HR trying to chime in saying, are you sure you want to do this? You know, you have a son at home. Like, no, mm, I'm trying to go to Yes. And I'm like, I knew this was going to happen. I know she was going to give me the guilt trip, but I already had it set in my mind that this is not what I want to do. And there was like this ounce of faith in me, like things are going to go as planned and whatever I end up is where I need to be. Mm -hmm. So put in my resignation, I'm coming home. I'm like, oh shit. So what now? Within those two weeks, something told me like my heart was so open. I even cried and everything. And something told me to just do a little present for everybody. Mm. I'm like, damn, what should I do? Like, you know, You're I nice. can't just leave. I don't You're even nice. know where it came <laughs> from. I'm out. I'm out. You need to give me something. <laughs> everybody individually had a piece of my heart, but okay. us as a collective, like we couldn't work as team members. You know what I'm saying? It was just bad. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, let me do some sugar scrubs or something. So I went to michaels.com ordered some jars and I bought some sugar from somewhere else from like I don't know where from Target or something white sugar and I'm like got some oils from another website put this together it took me three days to make 60 scrubs wow I even bought some labels and pasted them on the top of the jars and 
I traveled heavy, heavy in the train with those jars downtown. And I got really good feedback. Everybody loved it. You know what I'm saying? People was like, oh, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have done that. I wouldn't do this for my coworkers if I were to leave. Like, just like you said. Very thoughtful. (laughs) But listen, everything turned around nicely because Mm. one of the ladies was like, oh my God, you know, you can sell this? Even though that was not even the very first thing. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't planning on even building a business back then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she put that in my head. She was like, oh my Mm. God, you can do this on Instagram. Mind you, I never had an Instagram before. And 2016, 2017, that's when I decided to get off Facebook. So I was off social media for at least three years. And, you know, when she said that I could do this on Instagram, I have no clue what the hell she was talking about. So, (laughs) (laughs) so my two weeks were up. I'm finally back home. I'm like, now what? Let me just take about a week off just so I can get my mind together and start my job search again. Mm -hmm. And my income tax came. I'm like, okay, all right. I got some money. It could hold me down till I get another job something click my co-worker came back to mind right mm. and I'm like oh sure maybe I could do this and then that's when the jitters start coming in that's when mm. the butterflies start coming in my stomach mm-hmm. and my vision start like just getting bigger and bigger at the same time I was like self-sabotaging everything like mm. in my head like nah you can't do that shit you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that sorry is- can I curse I'm sorry because no, I, I go ahead be very <laughs> candid yes <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, okay, maybe I can do this. So I'm speaking to my husband, like, what if I start selling these? And he was like, oh, go right ahead. You know, he's very supportive and very simple-minded too. So it's like, (laughs) he's like, all right, you know, if you want to do it, of course. So I had a good amount of money in my income tax to actually start this thing. And Bell's Creation was a name that I came up with because I wanted to put my own personal flair on there, but yet be broad with the creation part. Mm-hmm. Like whatever I make, that is mine. Mm-hmm. So I started with bath salts and then the scrub came up. And then from the scrub, I went up to the serum. And mind you, these are all products that I use in my personal time. Okay. I know it works. Okay, that was going to be so my I'm like, where you're already making this stuff for yourself, like in-house. Um, yeah, for myself. It was part of my spiritual journey. My son is seven now, so I started about six years ago okay. with the salts first, because I was really heavy on my spiritual journey that I just wanted to do something on my own, like the spell works and stuff like that for self-love and mm-hmm. just trying to manifest things. I was taught that doing a cleansing and cleaning yourself, you know what I'm saying? Cleansing yourself through a spiritual bath is -hmm. best for you to do before you do your spell work. And after you do a spell work, go back to the cleansing and do another bath. So that's where the bath salts actually came about. Okay, nice. And then from there, it just started spreading and spreading. So everything that is on my shop, I have used before. Uh Uh-huh. And... You know, I just put a label on it, a nice packaging and things like that. And that's where it comes from. But starting from here on out, I'm just planning on 
replacing all the commercial stuff that I have in my home because that has always been a dream of mine mm-hmm. to be more self-sufficient and make it my way, make it my own mm-hmm. and do it more natural because yes, I have used commercial shampoos, commercial lotions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to find a way to actually steer away from that and make it more natural and more, you know, something more intimate for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm also on the journey of growing. And yeah, so this business is going with me as well. So my creativity is expanding as I go. And yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, when I first came across your page, I could feel the energy. I didn't know who you were. I don't know if you were my explorer. I was just like, I like her. Like, I like <laughs> flow. I like you know, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to buy from her yet. I'm going to buy something eventually. But for now, I'm just, I'm just loving looking at her and feeling her energy and her page and her sunlight and, <laughs> and her you. shine. So that was amazing. And even in this short period of time, I've seen how your products have kind of evolved and you've expanded out, you know, offering more things on your page. So that's dope. So one of your IGTV posts, you mentioned this being part of the whole and yet we're still our own piece. And then you talk about that shift. You already kind of talked about firing your boss, but that shift in perspective. Can you touch on that a little bit more? All right. So I don't know where that actually, the lifting of the veal. I don't know if you heard things like that. Mm -hmm. You kind of don't know exactly when it happens. It just happens. Mm. And um, I just see myself more in a lot of random things. Mm-hmm. You know, like I put my perspective in like if I see a small little ant, right? Mm-hmm. Or even a little roach that you see randomly just crawling. Yeah. I try to see myself from that bug's point of view. If I can in the actually, theme of the universe. Yes. We're just that speck of dust, like just yeah, okay. They're bugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or even like if the bug is crawling and looking at me, I try to see myself through the bug's eyes, right? Mm. And it's like, but if I can do that, then that means that my eyes aren't everything and anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I can jump myself out of my own body and see myself through these different objects, right? Mm-hmm. Then it's like, how big is the universe? And what is the connection between me and that? Like, what is the connection between me, not just a human being, but other animals or the plants that I water? For example, my plants here, right? Mm -hmm. They have a purpose on their own and they can actually die Mm -hmm. if I don't water them. It's like they already submitted themselves to me and trusted me in a sense Mm -hmm. that I don't know if they're actually know if they're house plants but because they're in my home now it's up to me to take care of it now everything reflects back at me if I neglect something let's say if I neglect watering my plants then my plants are going to show me in a way the neglect they're either going to wilt they're going to dry out mm-hmm. this and that so everything mm-hmm. that I touch or everything that I don't touch is still affected by my own presence. Mm, that vibration. The yeah. vibration is there. 
If I neglect my plants, they're literally going to show me the neglect by drying out or by overwatering. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I study myself and everything that is surrounded by me. Mm, so you're because really okay exactly yeah we're all within the same field at least here in my home mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying if yeah. I go past by a stranger we're kind of like emerging the field as we pass or whatever space that we share mm -hmm. it's not just me alone and it's not my energy alone mm -hmm. so it's everything around me yet it's also me at the same time like I mean, I cannot look at myself as if I'm the only one here. Like there's something bigger than us and we're just like playing. We're like the pawns or we're just like pieces within a bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like we're just one grape within the whole bundle, within the whole grapevine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And we each have our yeah, so exactly. So we might have different purpose if you want to see everything like minute, but at the same time, if I'm human and you're human too, mm -hmm. we're kind of different, but yet we're not different from each other. Yeah, we're definitely. And yeah, so that brought me to a sense of the why me's and why things happening to me. I came to an understanding that I'm not the only one going through it. Yeah, it kind of feels like I am because I guess I'm contained within this body and all the feelings that are happening within my body is for me to feel. Mm -hmm. But to know that the same feeling can happen to someone else, that's where yeah. I see the connection. Yeah, your content is very relatable. Like, it's like, I am you. <laughs> like, there's definitely on certain levels where we can relate wholeheartedly. And I love that. You also talked about being still and listening to answers and listening to your inner voice. I used to talk out loud to myself and I was like, am I the only one that does oh, this, like has actual like full out conversations? And I didn't know, I was like, I'm weird and I didn't care, but I just didn't know if I was the only one. And a friend, my friend, uh, Margaret Free, she has a podcast called The Vibe Rise where she acts as a resource for Black women of diaspora who are going through their spiritual journey. And she recommended this book called, I think it's called Ask Your Guides. And that's when I was introduced to angels and realizing that those thoughts, that, that voice, you know, we have our own spirit within us, but we're also trying to be guided all the time. You know, the answers are there trying to help us get to where we need to. We just have to be still. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I used to talk to the walls all the time. <laughs> like I'm home by myself and I used to talk to the air like are you fucking kidding me like are you serious like that why is this happening you know what I'm saying and yeah. I used to answer my own questions but then yes. I just go back to it like but why like are you <laughs> no like that's not fair that is not fair god that is not fair and <laughs> just to walk back and forth especially when I'm by myself at home Mm -hmm. No one is around me and I'm just at the lowest to the lowest. That's mm -hmm. when I start talking. Like my inner thoughts just come out of my mouth mm -hmm. and, you know, I just talk out and I don't even know to what I'm talking to, but I just talk out like yeah. if someone else is there, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, like it helps me sort through my feelings. It helps me like trying to analyze certain situations. Like mm -hmm. I'm always telling my ego to shut the fuck up. Like just yes. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get it. And, and you had this other video the other day when you're just, I have an 18 month year old. So I know that, oh. that space of peace when they're like taking that nap and you're just like sitting there enjoying that moment and just being grateful for that moment to even just have that and staying grounded. I love that. <laughs> yeah, those type of moments do not come often, but they do. And that's when you just sit down and be like, oh, I could take a deep breath and mm-hmm. the sun is shining and those random tears come out your face. And <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I feel the wave. I feel the wave when I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. Then I come down low and it's like, all right. I'm still learning to be thankful for those lowest moments too. Mm, that contrast. Yeah. 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 Like on some Buddha shit, like Buddha says not to attach yourself to the emotions, but detach yourself at a point. I did not understand what it was, but now I see the, when you're either happy or sad Mm-hmm. It's like you pull yourself from that bigger picture and you see yourself from above. And when you're in that place from above, it's like, okay, I'm just going through the feelings, but I'm not getting led by the feelings. It's like I'm observing myself and I'm observing myself crying. I'm observing myself joyed. I'm observing myself being excited, but mm-hmm. it's like I have to tone it down. Mm-hmm. I have to tone down my happiness. I have to tone down my sadness. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm on a neutral level, mm-hmm. right? Where it should happen, shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If good things happen, good things happen. But remember that the good things or the happy things mm-hmm. are just temporary. You might just go low again. Mm-hmm. And when you're low, it's like, all right, you know that it's only temporary. You're going to go up again. So mm-hmm. it's like that fine line in the middle of those up and down waves that I'm trying to get to. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I wholeheartedly feel like we're supposed to be happy the majority of the time. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's, you know, from a purpose perspective, like we're not here to be miserable, to be lonely or feel any type of negativity. We're here to be happy and walk in our purpose. And when we do hit those moments, I'm looking for the lessons. It's like, all right, I know I got to go through this, you know, why I'm in this traffic or whatever, something happens. I'm like, what is the lesson? Like, I'm delayed because of this. What is the lesson here? Like, what do you want me to learn from this? Um, yeah. So that's how I've kind of shifted my perspective as well. Um, yeah. Cool. So. I mean, those lessons, sometimes I go through rabbit holes. And I try to find the answers. And then before you know it, I'm so depleted with my own thinking that I just have to let the shit go. Mm. Like, I'm like, you know what? Just stop thinking about it and just live. You know what I'm saying? Go wash the dishes or something. Just, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just live in the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, live in the moment. I'm supposed to just, I could be sitting down in my room by myself thinking about certain things and just go deep, 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 deep. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you got to give your child his lunch right now so like, okay. yeah <laughs> snap yeah. out of it <laughs> yeah I'm like okay yeah. let me yeah so yeah for sure. no I used to have these sticky notes um I worked with a um it was like a creative clarity coach a life coach and she had us put these sticky notes up that said be here now and mm-hmm. so I walk around the house and I'm say be here now be here now like don't project stuff in the future that hasn't happened yet 
just be here now and be grateful for your now and then just take your inspired action when it's time to move forward. I totally get it. What are you doing these days to keep your spirits up or your vibes high? Well, my vibes haven't been this high in a while. Like since I left my job, Mm -hmm. I've been very, very high. Mm -hmm. Now it's a different kind of low not low where it came from, you know, like my teens, where I was pretty low, like low self-esteem. I'm trying to figure out my way in life. Mm-hmm. Or the low where, you know, I'm at my job and it's like, I don't feel appreciated. The mm-hmm. type of low that I'm going now is slightly higher than those lows. Mm. And yeah. So I feel my ascension. Like I feel, yeah, like I'm much higher, but they're just different degrees. My lows now is just, when it's pretty cloudy, <laughs> when it's cloudy outside, the only lows that I'm going through right now is me trying to figure out like my whole business thing, like trying to figure out the whole sales thing. Mm. It's new to me because I've always had a job, right? Mm-hmm. And I was also used to being under security and, and having benefits through mm-hmm. my job. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm on my own, it's like a whole different challenge for me. Mm-hmm. I'm self-accountable for my things. So this is why you see me all day, every day, mm-hmm. posting something new because it's like, this is me now. Mm-hmm. I am responsible for me. I am responsible for my own income. No one else is helping me at the moment. So it's not like I'm insured and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure how these waves and sales come in because my sales also go up and down. And what I'm noticing is that, of course, I get slightly happier when I'm having multiple sales in a day. And then my emotions go more on the negative side when mm-hmm. a day or two days pass by and I make no sales, mm-hmm. you know? hmm I'm trying to find that neutral line within that as well, because it's like knowing that these two days without sales are also temporary. The third day, I can also make two, three hundred dollars to like make up for the past two days. So what might you do to kind of raise your spirit a little bit? Do do you meditate um, at all or? Meditate for me is like a daily practice. Uh huh. Right. So it's more my way of thinking. Okay. That I have to work on when it comes to elevating myself. It's like okay. when I don't make a sale in a day or two, I'm like, yo, like, what the hell? Like, mm-hmm. why am I making sales? And then those negative thoughts, I have to really correct myself and like just disperse from all of that and be like, I have to comfort myself and be like, it's okay. Like, you're still learning. This will only pass. Like, you're going to make sales. Don't worry about it. It's okay. The bills are paid, girl. Did you forget you just finished paying the bills? So you're good. I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. All right. Fine. 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 (laughs) So, yes, talking myself down. Yeah. Yeah. I have to keep myself busy physically, right? Because if I just sit down doing nothing, then that's where my mind wants to come to play. Yeah. And yeah. So, working out is a great thing. I love lifting weights. Like, I love lifting weight. That's my thing. Like, people will think that I'm doing on some yoga thing or I do breathing exercises too. The breathing mm-hmm. practices has also helped me with my anxiety, especially. 
Uh, lifting weights is like my masculine energy. Like I love that. The heavier, the better. So I try to do that at least five days a week. That keeps me sane because it's like I also have a personal goal physically that I want to get to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm here busy thinking about negative stuff, if I have time for that, then I have time to work out. And if I haven't worked out yet, then I just get up my butt and be like, just do this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do that. I do meditate usually in the mornings before I start my day. Mm-hmm. If I have all the time in the world, I can meditate for at least 45 minutes, but I try to do it in the mornings for like 20 minutes. And I like taking my baths. I do my baths once a week, usually on Sundays. Mm. That helps too. I light my sage almost every day. So that's a given. Mm I have incense. I like incense. I don't know if it's because uh, the Gemini in me, it's the air sign that I just love airy stuff. I love the birds. I love birds. So yes, while I'm cleaning or if I'm having a hard time falling asleep, I'll go on YouTube and just find bird songs or bird meditation. I just love listening to birds. I love that. So that keeps my spirits up too. And just even saying that I'm grateful for everything, even though I'm feeling like shit, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like life ain't fair. Not even, you know what? I'm lying to myself. I used to feel like life ain't fair. Now, knowing what I know, I can't even say that anymore. Because the things that I used to say life ain't fair to is something that I actually could have been responsible for doing. Mm. And... I was looking outside myself and pointing fingers outside the world as if the world has something to do with it when it was just my wrongdoings that affected my emotions. So now that I'm more cautious and more aware of my surroundings and more aware how I move, the pointing fingers are no longer there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And And are you giving yourself some grace? That's what I had to learn. You know, we can definitely take responsibility, but we can't be too hard on ourselves. Like we have to give ourselves way more credit than we We got to. Than we do. We 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 got to. We got to. Even I speak to my mom, like, mommy, you're beautiful. Like she's just starting to, (laughs) she's in her late fifties right now and her grades are coming out. Well, her grades been out, right? (laughs) But ever since I can remember, she always dyes her hair. Yeah. Now, since the quarantine, like, people are just being exposed more often. So <laughs> her grades were coming out and stuff like that. She was like, oh, my God, I got to dye my hair. Like, I can't be looking like this, like a vieja, like a old lady. I'm like, mommy, but you're beautiful. She was like, are you crazy? What? <laughs> I'm Dominican, so... As Dominicans, we love going to the salon. Like, I grew up going to the salon every week washing sets all the time and that's what I was used to go doing so going natural for me was a self-discovery and I went down that leap to just self-discover me and just look at my roots so me watching my mom and stuff like that like she texturizes now she doesn't perm texturizer right so she's still curly 
No, it's like a perm, but it, it's more like a softer, mild perm. Okay. Like it's not, yeah. Soft curls. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To soften up your roots, right? Mm-hmm. So she still does that and she still dyes her hair, but it's like, mom, come on. Like, you're beautiful. Like, let your grays out. She's like, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. I got to do this. You got to So it's like, all right, you know what? That's not my issue no more. I cannot point fingers at her anymore for how she raised me. Now that I'm grown, there's a lot of things that I can be in control of as opposed to pointing fingers at other people for how I was brought up and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. when I see people like struggling, not by others, but just the limited mindset that they're in, it bothers me in a way that I cannot do something about it. Because as much as you try to help someone else, you can give them the best advice. And it's like, it stops right there. It's up to them to, to actually better themselves. Like there's a block right there. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, no matter how mm-hmm. yeah, no matter how much you help them and you actually give them the answers, or is it the answers to begin with? That's where you start asking yourself, like, mm-hmm. did I really help this person? Because I just spent two and a half hours talking to this person. Did they even get what I was saying? You know, as long so, as the intention was there, you were doing the right thing. That's all I can okay. leave with is like I'm leading with my heart and if you receive it, good. If not, you're still on your own journey and you'll figure it out. But yeah, I can't right. be responsible. <laughs> and that's a lesson in itself because sometimes you can drain your own self by helping others, let's say. Mm-hmm. Like, you also have to conserve your own energy. Yes. Protect your peace. Protect your peace. We take on that energy. Yes, we do. Yes, I we carry do. my things with me. Like, no, please, no. I don't. I don't need it. And um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like the auras and our human design. I found out that I tend to take on a lot of people's like what they might be going through. I can take it on mentally. Um, Yeah. I was told I need to, after, you know, conversations or meetings with people that I need to cleanse my energy or meditate or do something. So that made, made sense to me. Yeah. Same here. I can hear other person, talk to that person, and two, three days later, I'm still thinking about that person and what they went through type thing. Mm-hmm. And it affects me in a way where I'm either distracted, mm-hmm. you know, from what I'm doing, like my tasks and stuff like that. Like I could be washing dishes and I feel like my energy is low because I'm thinking about that person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, or while I'm cooking or even while I'm in the shower, like, why am I thinking about this person? Or why I'm thinking about this event while I'm in the shower? It's supposed to be my time. Yeah. It's very easy to take on another person's energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to disconnect from like certain, well, I, I, I closed my personal account. Um, But news, like I realized a lot of the news that I thought I was staying informed was just putting me in a bad headspace. I'm like, okay, there's got to be a better way because this is not raising my vibration at all so let me kind of limit or just you know be in tune with what's important while trying not to be over consumed by it because a lot of stuff we can't do anything about like some of the Mm -hmm. stuff is just out of our hands and we can't take on that burden like no Mm -mm. 
So I totally get it. So you, I mean, you're a small business owner. You've been going at this for a little while. What have you learned so far? What I learned so far is that nine to fives, right? Mm -hmm. It's not the end all be all, right? And your creativity is there for a reason. Your creativity Mm -hmm. can actually take you places where it can provide for you. Mm -hmm. If you just share yourself, your genuine self, with the creativity that you have, there's an audience and there's a group of people for everything that you do. Mm. So when we think about the world, we think about, oh, let's say scrubs, right? Sugar scrubs. For example, if I'm into sugar scrubs, but my low self-esteem is taking place and I think about, oh, no one is going to like this, right? Mm. That's already coming from a limited spot. Like, what you mean, no one? If there's a person for everybody out here, there is a person for the things that you do. There's a group of people that can actually vibe and relate to what you're doing. Absolutely. And that is something that I had to break through in the beginning Mm because I was scared. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I was going through the business mindset and um, trying to provide for my family through my creativity. Mm -hmm. I couldn't put two and two together in the beginning. I was kind of scared. It's like my creativity, like how is this going to pay the bills? Mm -hmm. And I am learning that just being yourself, Mm. you're going to find other people Mm -hmm. that just like you for who you are. Mm -hmm. And through that, they will support you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're all you like. Mm-hmm. exactly we are unique yet there's people that can relate to your uniqueness because that ounce yeah. of unique that you provide yeah they see it in themselves and it's like oh shit I can vibe with you yeah. I understand you like so I just be myself you know yeah and it's like I'm noticing that it's not just my products but it's in a way like I'm branding myself like Absolutely. my name yeah, like my name is on the business, like it's Bell, right? Uh-huh. So I just be there as genuinely as I can. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not the type, I've done makeup before, like I put makeup on my face, but I'm not the type to put makeup on. Mm-hmm. I've never had lashes, so that was never my thing. And did it's like my mom, she's a beautician, she works with Clairol. So, okay. Yeah, she's done nails as well so she always had nails always 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 right Mm -hmm. that was never my thing like that's my younger sister's thing right yeah it's like all right that's not my thing like I'm not gonna come up here with nails and all like I'm just being me and there's people out there just like me or that can relate you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so being who you are as cliche as that sounds because Now that I'm on this side, I can honestly tell you when people that have quote unquote made it or they're building their business and they're being so successful and they tell you to be who you are at a point in my life when I was younger, I did not understand what the hell that meant. Yes. Yes. I didn't understand that. And it sounded so cliche and it's like, all right, whatever. Like follow your dream. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. You know, whatever. Yes. I understand it. <laughs> yeah, I you look, I am a thousand percent with you. I did my first live yesterday and I had so much fun, but I feel like 
at a point in time in my life, I would have had so much anxiety about doing that and putting myself out there and just being my, like, I literally was just being my old, just goofy old self. And I got really good response from it. So I was like, okay, I can do this. Like, it wasn't that hard. You just really I have yet to do a live because I'm scared <laughs> of shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, no. I'm just getting over that hump of like putting myself out there, being the face of my brands. And That's I'm like, this is what the people want. Like, essentially. Yeah, this is you. There's a group for everybody out there. And you're just trying to find your group as you're trying to find yourself. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. That would, yeah, that would naturally gravitate towards you. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's good. And it feels good because exactly. we're so humbled, right? To the point that any little comment feels good. Yeah. You know? And we have to be in a position to receive that. Like some stuff that I, I'll find myself that people like are complimenting me on. And I'm just like, really? Wow. And I'm just, I have to be in a position to receive that because, you know, I am doing good and it, it is good and it does feel good. So I'm glad mm-hmm. to have shifted my mindset to being able to receive as well. Yeah, it feels really good. <laughs> so has your vision or, or mission uh, evolved since you started your business? And if so, in what way? comfortability like I'm more comfortable in my craft right now mm-hmm. because I'm getting in touch with social media more mm-hmm. especially with Instagram like Instagram I'm new to Instagram I'm not even a year in Instagram I make a year in, in March that's when I hit my first year anniversary for my business I'm more comfortable now mm-hmm. I'm more comfortable in front of the camera so being more comfortable actually helps me bloom Mm-hmm. And looking back at my products and things that I created, it's like, wow, I can do so much more. Like, what else is out there? So it's given me the fire of making more things. And it's just expanding my vision, expanding my what else I can make, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm getting good feedback, the positive feedback when it comes to building a business. Whoever you're providing for mm-hmm. and serving for, when you get positive feedback back, it feels good. So it just helps you keep on going. I have made a lot of mistakes too, because I feel like that's inevitable. Like when you're starting a business, it's like you either order the wrong thing or Mm -hmm. you forget to order some things or whatever. Like that has cost me money. So the past mistakes that I have done, Obviously, I tried to avoid again because it has cost me money. Like there's things that I had to reorder because it was the wrong thing and things like Mm -hmm. that. But Mm -hmm. I am being more easy on myself Mm -hmm. and I'm more comfortable with the unknown now Mm -hmm. that it's giving me a peace of mind. Just having faith, having faith with everything that I do. Mm -hmm. I don't think too much of what I'm going to do next year. Now that we're in 2021, I'm just focusing on the next month type thing. I don't think too much ahead because knowing myself, that type of, you know, thinking too far ahead will actually lead me to a rabbit hole and the anxiety is coming, things like that. Yeah, It's like, yeah, little steps here and there. It's easier for me because if I make slight small goals, even little small daily goals, actually, it can be met. Realistic daily goals can be met. 
which actually gives me the confidence of, you know, getting through my next goal. Mm -hmm. If I put goals too far ahead for myself, I feel like one, it's going to be too long for me to achieve and I'm going to be discouraged. Mm -hmm. And two, it's like, who wants to be working that long for me to get there? Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So small little daily goals is the way that I work. Mm -hmm. Also, the time that I have is the time that I have to do whatever I need to do. So I cannot depend on clocking in, clocking out. So, you know, like I used to for corporate, knowing that I'm just going to be, because it's my thing, I don't mind staying up late. Uh And I'm more comfortable with that because it's my thing. It's a different type of energy that you put into your work when it comes to owning your thing as -hmm. opposed to working for someone else and you have to do like that graveyard shift or something like that and losing sleep it's different Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for that I'm also grateful for my husband too like he's a really good support system that's always I've learned Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I learned so much when it comes to finding the balance between your business especially if you're working from home and balancing the time that you have for your family too like it's one thing to be like oh I'm stepping out of my house and work nine to five so you're not going to see me but I'm actually in the house but I cannot give you the time right now because this first few hours it needs to be towards my business even though I'm in the house so delegating my time and knowing that I need time for myself to do this is also crucial Mm -hmm. So it's like making my own schedule is something, you know, it takes responsibility as well. So I'm kind of learning, relearning how to get back on my feet on my own. Yeah, time management, even though like quarantine, he's here, which is great Mm because he can help out with the house. He can also help out with my son's schooling. But at the same time, we need to detach ourselves in a sense that I have work to do still, even though I'm in the house. And it's a different kind of lifestyle that I'm still getting used to. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't trade this for anything because this is actually what I wanted. And now that I have it, it's like, okay, you have to do something now. Like do something with what you wanted, with what you got. So that's where I'm at. I totally get it. So what moment did you realize that you were walking in your purpose? I think, yeah, after I quit my job. You're like, all right, this is what it is. (laughs) Even though I had glimpses of manifesting what I wanted for a couple years now, Mm -hmm. this is the biggest one for me. Oh, wow. Leaving a security, like a secure job with benefits and, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing that I'm going to get paid every two weeks type thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was tough because it's not like I had a safety net on the side. It's not like I was looking for jobs while I was planning on quitting. Mm. I wasn't. And that's when the fear started to come in. That's when I really had to put my faith in. It's like, it's all or nothing, girl. Like, what are you going to do? Like, (laughs) um, that's when I started praying a lot, but not praying to... Even I don't pray much like I used to because I grew up Catholic. Mm. Yeah. So I was going to church every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But then 
after my parents split up, that's when things happened. That's when I started questioning a lot of things. Yes. So um, praying, not so much, but more like feeling the divine God within me. And mm. yeah, that's how I started to move. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Talking, yeah, like if you're talking to yourself, I see that as a form of prayer. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got more into that when I came to that transition of just leaving what I knew was kind of quote unquote safe mm-hmm. and going to a place to an unknown where I did not know where I'm going to end up. Yeah. And things actually ended up happening like clockwork. I was like, oh my God. So good things do happen when you actually jump that leap and get over your fears. Like you're going to be okay. That is like my major testimony thus far that God does exist in Mm -hmm. mysterious ways. You just need to have faith and having faith is to actually go within and trust yourself first because I feel like that is the best testimony that you can ever have is just having your own experiences and talk from your own experiences. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that I took that leap. That's my testimony is like your good things can happen if you actually believe in yourself and take that leap. You know what I'm saying? That going through the fear, Mm -hmm. that's when I feel more alive. Mm. Like charging up, yeah, when all the emotions all at once and it's like your heart is racing, you know what I'm saying? That rapid breathing, and it's like, oh my God, what to do, what to do? <laughs> Adrenaline, like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are those moments, man. Man, what advice would you give to your younger self? But like, are you going to be straight? Like, stop me <laughs> going to be straight. <laughs> <laughs> But you're grind for like we're here. Don't worry about it. Just go through what you go through because at the end of the day, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. You know you what I'm saying? There's no big back. speech. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna look straight into my own eyes, like girl, you're gonna be right. I'm, watch, just watch and see, just watch and see, girl, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hype my own self up, you know what I'm saying? Pick my own self up and yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, all right, girl, you good, girl. Watch, watch where you're gonna end up. Just, <laughs> just for real, yeah, for real. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's my message. <laughs> awesome. What do you want your legacy to be? Uh, yeah, my name is gonna be remembered for sure. I know that, but I just want, especially the women, man, feel to just love themselves that's mm. it and be like yo bell said this bell said that i remember when she said that like mm-hmm. oh my gosh and that's what really helped me get through you know difficult moments like i picture myself being remembered that way mm-hmm. yeah like, some of the stuff, stuff you were talking was definitely preaching to me and hit, hitting on some spirits within um definitely connecting on, on that level for sure so that's cool is there anything new and exciting you want us to know about? Um, there's gonna be a new product coming out. Ooh. Yeah, I should just say it. The dark spot corrector will be out next month, February. I don't have a specific date, but I'm just gonna pop up. I don't know where Instagram like, oh, here it is. <laughs> Drop it on y'all. Yeah, so the dark spot corrector um basically is just to 
diminish the blemishes mm-hmm. on your body, the dark, um, any scarring that you have, mm-hmm. any sunspots. So it's a natural formula that I have, um, gentle for all skins types. It's a natural way to get rid of all your scarrings, your blemishes, your acne spots. And yeah, that's going to be my next product coming up next month in February. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> awesome. Can't wait. How can Thank everyone you. reach you? I have Instagram, Bell's Creation. I also have my Facebook, Creation by Bell. Um, I have a personal page on Instagram, Bell underscore Rodriguez 524. And I have a third page that I'm trying to build. It's called my underscore infinite space. That third page is basically some uplifting quotes from myself and from others. Mm-hmm. I'm slowly building that up. My shop is bellscreation.com. And you can also contact me on my Gmail account, which is bellscreationinc at gmail.com. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and your energy. I loved it. I love your story. Likewise, I had a great time. Definitely. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm beyond grateful for the opportunity to share these inspirational stories with you. If you are enjoying the podcast, please support, like, subscribe, and leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. Also share it with anyone you think could use a dose of inspiration. Last but not least, please follow me on social media. You can find me at high on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Stay high, stay creative, people. Prisoner Project is a nonprofit coalition of cannabis industry leaders, executives, and artists dedicated to bringing restorative justice to the cannabis industry. We here at Hideas wholeheartedly support their values and believe that anyone profiting from the legal cannabis industry has a moral imperative to work towards restorative justice. No one, I repeat, no one should be in jail suffering from the war on drugs which disproportionately impacts communities of color. Want to get involved? Here are some ways. Follow them on social media, subscribe to their newsletter, volunteer, donate, or join the letter writing program. Please find links to their page in the show notes.